episode. Um, my name is Erin Lashley and I'm Stephanie Davis. And together we are collaborating with Akwai, a part of the National Competitive Accountability League. And there are several questions that we want to just get through in conversation today to kind of invite you into the process of us starting a podcast and what we're learning along the way. Um, so Stephanie, I mean, I guess we'll start off asking you the first question and then we can kind of just tag team answering. Um, So yeah, the first question is just, um, what is a goal that you're passionate about? But maybe even before that, just talk about who you are and what you do. Sure. Sounds good. So again, my name is Stephanie Davis. I I live here in Jacksonville, Florida, sunny Jacksonville, Florida. It was 94 degrees here today and scorching hot, but I'm a personal trainer and a health coach and a nutrition. I don't like to call myself expert, but a nutrition guide, I guess I could, I could say that. Um, and thank you. And so I'm, I'm very passionate about health and fitness. And so I guess one of my, my goals that I'm passionate about is honestly, right at the bottom or the core of it is really just helping people. I think a lot of people don't um, believe in themselves enough. And so that's why they kind of hire personal trainers. And so my my goal is to just help them to kind of become the best version of themselves. So I'm just passionate about health and fitness because it's something that I've always done. I played sports all the way, all the way growing up and then even in college. And so it's what I'm good at. And Mm -hmm. so I just kind of sharpen the skills to help other people to not only love it as much as I do, or to, but to try to become the best version of themselves when it comes to your health, your fitness, and even your wellness too. So That's mind, great. body, and spirit as well. Yeah. That's great. And how do you hope that the Aquai community that we're a part of can help you accomplish this goal? I, I actually, and I talked to, it's funny, I talked to Sam a couple of weeks ago and he's like, well, what are some of your goals? And I'm like, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. But I guess even just these past couple of weeks, I've been able to kind of define my goal a little bit more. So I obviously health and fitness is what I'm passionate about and what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what, what my overall goal is, is to use social platforms kind of like I have been, but just to become better at getting out knowledge and educating people on, you know, the best things to choose when you're at the store or what type of exercises and what type of workouts would be best for you. Yeah. So that that they don't need to rely so much on me. And so I believe that the app is going to, is going to help me to set some of those goals, even more or even better goals, and then help me to accomplish those. Yeah. That's what it's going to (laughs) do. That's fantastic. I would echo that. I know I'm kind of going off of the order, but I just wanted to tag (laughs) onto that because I really do feel like, um, this is my first time doing something with a choir, right? But thus far, I really like how it's connecting me to other like-minded people. Um, because that's honestly why I even wanted to start podcasting was just to not only grow in that skill set, but also to connect and build relationships with people such as yourself. Mm -hmm. So this has been a really cool, um, opportunity to just kind of bridge the gap with community. Um, so the last question in our first little section here for you then would be, why did you decide to start this podcast and kind of put yourself out there? Um, and, you know, what are you passionate about learning from this? So I actually, I've been thinking about doing podcasting for a while. Um, I'm currently on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and my YouTube is slacking a little bit. So I, I, I'm trying to get that back. But mm-hmm. I never wanted to venture into the podcast because I always felt like I had nothing interesting to say. And I always felt like people wouldn't want to, and wouldn't want to hear me sit there and ramble on and on. But the more I start to realize that people, um, people just are looking for knowledge in there, especially in times like we are now, like so many people are just online, not doing 
anything, I, I wouldn't say knowledgeable, but they're just mm -hmm. kind of like coasting and searching and looking. So this is probably the best time to be putting out information that could potentially help people to, like I said, become the best version of themselves, yeah. but also to start believing in, in themselves enough to, you know, take their fitness or take their health and their wellness to another level or a, a deeper understanding of everything. Yeah. So that's kind of why I got into it. That's awesome. I would totally agree with you. I think people are consuming content all the time. And so yeah. I think when we create content, we're just giving people the opportunity to encounter us, encounter our hearts, encounter our goals, <laughs> encounter, you know, and people like-minded people will find you, you know, like they're yeah. searching for the type of stuff you're putting out. So I'm excited okay. to see how everything pans out for you with that. Um, Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, I guess I'll um, answer the questions as well. So yes. my name is Erin Lashley. Um, I am a brand strategist by trade and I work for a marketing agency in New York, but I work remotely in Arizona. Um, my family is all here, so I'm thankful for that. That's and awesome. Then, yeah. And then I've been podcasting since February 2018. And uh, like I, I mentioned earlier, like podcasting for me, the goal has always just been to keep me connected to a community of people that I've been looking for. And so it's mm -hmm. kind of my excuse to stay connected and to meet people that are like-minded. And truthfully, mm -hmm. some of the coolest people I've met have been through me podcasting. Actually, um, I'm also a small business owner and me even starting the small business was because was through me podcasting and finding <laughs> people to interview. And it's just kind of crazy. Cool. It's kind of led me to this point in my life. So I wouldn't be where I am without Millennials and Ministry Podcast. So I'm excited about that. Um, oh, cool. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I think probably what I'm most passionate about is I am, I've realized now more than ever that um, I actually have this tattooed on my forearm. Um, it's called, mm -hmm. it says sent here with purpose. And oh, I really cool. believe that every person on the planet was sent here by God to do something specific, uh -huh. right? So yeah. I am completely passionate about fulfilling the purpose for which I was sent here to do. And part mm. of the responsibility of that falls on me to find out what that is. And the mm. more that I'm self-aware, the more that I'm connected to my faith in God, I feel like I can figure out what that is. And then my life's mission is to fulfill that and help other people recognize, hey, like God doesn't just make people by accident or do it for right. free. He actually has a purpose and intentional plan that he's trying to fulfill. Um, and you're actually a part of that. So if you could kind of wake up to <laughs> your purpose and your passions, like, you know, the desires that he puts in your heart is actually connected to why you were sent here, you know? Mm. So even like what you're doing in the health and trying to help people become the best version of themselves, like that is exactly mm. connected to why you were sent here. So the more that you can help people do it, you're fulfilling the purpose for which you were sent. And I'm just so consumed with that concept and so obviously I'm very passionate about it so yeah that is, exactly yeah that is um what I'm most passionate about and then like I said you know the reason why I decided to start the podcast was to help people do that but also to uh connect myself to more like-minded people in this community so that's kind of where I'm at with that yeah that is so beautiful I love that I wish I'm like I'm so excited that we recorded this so I get to listen to that part over and over and over oh. I think that's something that a lot of us, especially as younger, younger generation, I feel like that's kind of what's missing, you know, in, in our lives is that we don't feel like we one know our purpose or even can figure it out. And then two, mm -hmm. like even, I don't even know if that's a good way to say it, but even want to find, you know, that purpose. Yeah. I feel like we're all looking for something, but it's yeah. just, 
it's something that's so hidden, especially in us younger generation. Like it's not something that's talked about very often, or at least in in places that I've been in, you know, unless it's like church or something like that. That's the only time we're ever going to hear it. I don't. So that's, that's really beautiful. Really awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. And, um, like you reminded me of something else. It's, this is something my dad said. It's so interesting because like, as a person of faith, like, you know, like God is, um, like God is important to me. Right. You know, and right. he's what I model my life after. And, and, you know, for those that might be listening that aren't familiar with church or God or something like we, we right. worship God. And right. my dad had mentioned something the other day. He was like, you know what people in general, we were made to worship like human yeah. beings were created to worship, worship. but exactly. everybody is worshiping something different. You know it's what I mean? True. So it's so true an artist or a music type or a genre or, you know, an art, a form of art, like we are worshiping something. It's just like what we were created to worship was, is God. And yeah, it plays into what you're saying. It's like, we're all looking for something, but Mm. at the end of the day, like, can we find that purpose and like the actual thing we were created to worship? And I think there's a lot of joy and fulfillment that comes when you can find that thing you were made for you know yes yeah because once you find that thing it's like you you know you you want nothing else you're just consumed by it so yeah yeah, that is awesome that's so cool so do you want to uh kind of pivot us into our next little section here sure 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 so we were um we had a link to watch a video about structuring a podcast so while i was watching that i'm actually interested in what you're going to say um can you explain what it was all about and then kind of like what you, what you got from it and what, um, what made sense to you as you were watching it? Yeah. So, uh, this video on structuring a podcast, um, I really enjoyed it. Like basically it, it walked us through how to structure your content in a way that would be captivating to the listeners and to the audience that you're putting your content out to. And so for me, I think the biggest thing I took away from it was just a reminder that structure doesn't take away your creativity. It's actually mm-hmm. just, um, it enables you to have almost like a, a, a center of North so that you can be creative and pivot into your creativity from it. At least you yeah. always have like a foundation or a core to come back to if it's yeah. structured. Like I would consider myself and call myself creative. And sometimes even on my po- current podcast episodes, um, I don't like to have a specific structure, but right. subconsciously, I still know that I'm going to intro. I know that I'm going to ask questions about themselves personally. Right. I know that I'm going to talk about the topic that I'm trying to get into. And then I know that I'm going to close out by giving our audience an opportunity to connect with them on a deeper level. So it's like, I, even though I don't like structure, I still have structure, you know, without even really trying. Um, But I I love the way that they explain that in the video. Yes, exactly. And then just piggybacking off of everything you're saying, as you're explaining this, what, well, my takeaway from from it was that no matter what topic was uh, brought up, like they had examples in the, in the video, no matter what topic was brought up, it was different, Mm -hmm. vast, different things. They always followed, not always, but they always seem to have that same structure behind it. So it's pretty cool. And then while you're, while you're talking, I'm just thinking about Um, just bring it into the health field when I create workouts, because that's pretty much all I ever do. It's what I find I love to do when I create workouts. I'm none of my workouts are exactly the same, but they always tend to have a structure behind it. Like we will do some type of upper body. If it's a full body, it's upper and lower. And then we throw Mm -hmm. some abs in there. We want to get the heart rate up. So it's, it's very interesting how it's not just podcast based. It's really 
across the board with any career or profession. There mm. has to be some type of structure that's there, but you do have the creativity to put your own spin on it. So that's I thought cool. that was pretty cool. That's yeah. awesome. And along with that, um, I think uh, one other thing I really like from the video is the way that they broke it down into phases. Um, mm. And that's something I think I'm going to start to adopt into my podcast is kind of like what I mentioned, but there are certain specific phases, like they have a little breakdown in the video. Um, mm. I don't recall all the different phases that they have it broken down into, but there's the intro and then there's three phases in the middle and then there's an right. outro at the end. And I really right. like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that would help it, it help the the flow of it when especially when you're trying to come up with uh, the topics that you're going to be discussing and things mm-hmm. is that what that would help with yeah yeah for sure okay. and you can even get kind of creative with the phases too um, because depending on what your goal is with your podcast you know if I have a podcast about hot rod cars or something like mm-hmm. that like maybe phase a is you know engines and so no matter who mm-hmm. I'm interviewing or talking to in phase a I always know I'm going to be talking about engines and like that just is a good oh, like foundational yeah. starting point you know so yeah. it was just a cool way to think about it. I really enjoyed that part yeah, I never thought about that. I like that. I yeah. like that a lot, actually. So I guess all the of your episodes could fi- kind of follow the same thing, but just mm-hmm. change depending on who you're talking to or if you have anybody there at all or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. So how about um, when it comes to the main podcast episode that we are going to be recording at the end of this? Um, uh, uh, like, basically, what is going to be the main topic uh, of your main episode? And um, how do you plan on turning that into the podcast? Yeah, so I I'm, I thought it was going to be like a little, you know, over talked about, because it's kind of all over the news and everything. But I figured yeah. the best place to start is exactly what we're going through right now. So mm-hmm. the coronavirus is, is huge right now. And yeah. I think um, the biggest thing is that media has spun it to be this like crazy you know, thing that we're all like, I don't know, scared of or mm-hmm. whatever it is. But um, I actually know one of my good friends. I train her. I've known her for years. She uh, works in infection control at one of the hospitals here in Jacksonville. And her main job is to like try to find patterns and trying to trying to find um, like doing the research behind the virus and everything like that. And so mm-hmm. she's been giving me so much useful information and while she's telling me all this I'm like oh my gosh people would love to hear these things because like I'm asking her all these questions you know from how long does the virus last in the air what if it's on your shoes is it gonna you know what I mean things like that and she's just spinning out answers and so I'm like oh well this could be something really good along with health and wellness and how we can take care of ourselves amongst what's going on in the pandemic and all of this other stuff. So my main episode is just going to kind of highlight that and have her um, just bring her expertise on and kind of see if it gives out some information and some education to individuals out there who could possibly use it and need it. That's fantastic. That's really, really good. And the same for me too. Uh, um, it's a spinoff of the coronavirus, but okay. um, pivoted into the church world because that's kind okay. of where I'm living with my podcast and everything. So sure. um, I've worked in church my whole life um, up until I, I now work for a marketing agency. But with okay. that in mind, you know, I'm very much so interested in following a lot of accounts closely, um, especially like these mega churches and everything where, you know, culture uh, is very much so centered around uh, meeting in big groups and spaces and it's high production value and different things like that. And I'm just right. curious um, how pastors are responding to that and also mm-hmm. um, what they believe that how they believe the coronavirus um, is impacting church culture and the church sure. community. And also, like, what 
church looks like in the future should this last longer than what they're expecting and even on the finances side of the of things because you know uh you know churches can uh, continue or able to continue to thrive and meet because of the giving that happens and when people don't mm-hmm. Um, the giving happens a lot less. And so um, just some logistical things I'm really interested in talking about. And I want to interview this gentleman that I met. His name is Chris Townley. He started a church. He's a co-pastor of a church called Kaleo Phoenix. um, And he's a fantastic pastor. That's awesome. Yeah, I've met a lot of pastors in my lifetime, but I've never mm-hmm. met anybody like this um, and his take on church and his take on conversation and community, even his take on the coronavirus and how it's impacting the church world um, is really fascinating. So I'm excited to make that my main episode for this project. That is very cool. Yeah, I'm excited to hear it then. <laughs> yeah. So well, let me ask you this, what type of um, ideas, formats, and or even like the elements might are you going to plan to use in your main episode to get this knowledge um, out and, and I guess interview style? Yeah. What type of questions are you planning to ask her? Yeah. So what's nice about Chris is that I met him through a mutual friend and I um, kind of did a pre-interview already because a lot oh. of times when I interview people, I like to do a lot of research on them up front. I like to right. get to know them a little bit and I've tried it both ways. I've tried where I've never actually Actually, I've DM'd you on Instagram asking you if I can interview you. We've talked and chatted through text, um, but you know, maybe I've never actually verbally talked to you until we're actually recording it live on Instagram Live. Um, and then I've also done it before where I talked to them on the phone beforehand and kind of asked them questions about their life and what's most important to them so that I can have a good idea of where I want the episode to go because I know like, hey, maybe this you know, um, incident in their life is really impactful. And it sounds like that would probably be a really good thing to talk about on this episode. And I probably wouldn't have known that had I not talked to them prior to. So I can't say I have like a formula that works every time um, the same way. But I think because I had the opportunity to interview Chris beforehand, I think it's um, a good opportunity to um, talk about his life in church, like how he grew mm-hmm. up, um, mm-hmm. why he wanted to become a pastor, um, even his journey to starting Kaleo Church in Phoenix with another co-pastor. Um, gotcha. Also, there's a really interesting, I have a fascination with the heartbeat of their church. Their mm-hmm. uh, The heartbeat of the church is centered around the table and conversation. So after every church service, mm-hmm. they all meet outside and they literally set up like a feast, almost like um, oh, how cool. uh, the Last Supper with Jesus yeah. and people have conversation over a meal. And that is why they communicate and that's how they mainly communicate as a church. And I think that that is really, really interesting because um, he was saying even he, he was saying like, if you look at it through scripture, like Jesus ate his way to the cross. He was always meeting people and breaking mm-hmm. bread with people and having conversations with people over a meal. Um, and even when Jesus returns, it'll be the last supper of the lamb, you know? So it's just interesting, like even yeah. in churches, how they try to get us to have these small groups and meet in homes and eat. Like that is the way we connect and communicate with people is through conversation. Mm-hmm. And so his whole church model is centered around this table idea. And now that we're 
not meeting. Um, I visited his church once before, and now that we're not meeting as a church, I'm just wanting to see like his heartbeat and what he wants, what he's thinking, because he's not, you know, a lot of these mega church pastors are very much so still recording these big production services and posting them online, which is great, but he's kind of taken a different model and different approach. Like he's not doing that. He's encouraging his congregation to embrace the isolation and see what God would be speaking to them during mm-hmm. the time. He's giving them books to read and like different prayer methods to follow just to connect with God in a different way. I am fascinated with this concept, you know, because it's yeah. what I'm used to. Um, yeah. so like a long-winded answer, but that's kind of where I <laughs> kept to go. No, that's, yeah, no, that, that, is, that is really awesome. I've never even heard of a church doing that either. So like that, that right there sparks your interest out of anything because it's not, it's something that's not heard of, especially in, I hate to use it, but like the religious, you know, community, that's not something that's, that people do. They do it like small groups, but it's not something that's done. Like, like you're saying right after a service or, or something like that. That's very interesting. Yeah. I'm excited to hear what he has to say then yeah. about that. <laughs> Me too. I will be sure to let you know for sure. For sure. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm subscribing to your, your hey. podcast already. So I'm going to get the notification. As oh, soon as you cool. drop it. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Not a problem. So then so, I'm going to ask one more thing before we switch to meet. Like what, so why would your listeners be excited about what's coming up in your main episode? Um, so yeah, I think, you know, for me, I was thinking about this too, because, you know, I have so much going on, so many different, um, gosh, so many different moving parts in my life right now between the small yeah. business and this podcast. And then I also work full time and right. still trying to have friendships and build relationships and stay connected right. with my family and friends and all that. And um, I think that there's purpose and intention in all of that, but I'm also um, just trying to be more intentional and really like ask God for ideas, like, and how I want mm-hmm. to continue to build out this podcast. And I think I need to pivot back to something I started with in the beginning with each episode. Um, um, I started doing, I almost like started promoting it before it happened. So it was promoting the oh, live yeah. interview before it happened. So I would yeah. like gather content from the person's Instagram that I'm interviewing or their website or their YouTube. And I would make these right. little promo videos almost as like bait or like an interest catcher or a hook to talk about the person so that my audience is a bit familiar with them. And if the the topic is interesting to them, then they're going to want to tune in live and watch the live interview. Um, And then also, you know, if they didn't catch it, catch the live and you know, the recorded interview after. So I think I'm going to pivot back to that because I, I, I tested both sides. Like I right. tested promoting it beforehand or recording it and then promoting it after because it drives a bit more traffic to the website because it's already sure. done. Like with the okay. live, you get a lot of people, you know, you know, um, tuning into the live interview, but right at that time, might, yeah, they might follow you, but maybe they don't get connected to your website, which then exactly. if you wanted to do promotions after it's a bit harder if they're not in Facebook right. pixel, isn't connecting their profile to your website, so to speak, you know, um, sure. But I think, I feel like I just, I'm able to uh, stay really in tune with like the overall goal of the episode when Mm -hmm. I'm able to promote it a lot beforehand and get people like to see the value of the conversation while it's happening. Um, So yeah, so I'm I'm thinking with this episode, I want to pivot back to that um, again. 
That'll be awesome. Yeah. And that, that, um, that right there would go ahead. That would excite me just seeing like what's coming up and, and then you bringing information about this person every yeah. you know, couple of days or whatever you're dropping. That's actually a really, really good idea. And, yeah. and it will get people excited. Cause like I said, I know I would be by doing that. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's excellent. Yeah. Uh, so our next, uh, did we answer this one already? Use uh, the, the next video to brainstorm um, what we're going to be doing. Yes, okay. we did that one. Yes. Okay. Um, so it should be. So we're down on um. How are we doing with other goals? Is where I'm seeing. Okay. Oh, got it. Okay, perfect. Man, we, we got through a lot. Then great. I know we're like flying <laughs> through it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um. Yes. So how about you want to answer that one? How are you doing with other goals? Sure. I think I went really, really personal with, with my answer when it comes mm-hmm. to other goals and recent progress that I've made. Mm-hmm. So um, mine obviously is personal fitness. And so just getting creative again with content and my biggest thing, it's going to be a long winded answer. I already know because I just talk too much anyway, but okay. my biggest thing recently, like on my social media and what I was doing was making workouts for, especially I, I usually target women because we feel really intimidated when it comes to the gym. Right. So yeah. I, I made uh, most of my videos would be um, targeting like if someone is a lot of us women want to target the booty. So I would create yeah. workouts and um, videos and post them on my social media explaining how to do something or showing, you know, what exercises do that. But all of a sudden when the coronavirus hit, it shut down all gyms. And so mm-hmm. nobody's had access to any, any gyms lately. And my thing is I'm not a big home gym person. I don't create videos that are home gym related and I don't usually do body weight stuff. That's just not my preference. So all of a sudden you're seeing this influx of trainers and people putting all this, um, home gym and body weight exercises on Instagram. And so mm-hmm. for me, it kind of shut me down because I'm like, I don't want, that's not what I, the, the content that I want to create. And so I haven't really posted on my social media in probably two or three weeks now, just because I, I did not think I had anything to make. So some other goals and, and things that I've decided is that just to be more intentional and educational about things. Mm-hmm. So although I'm not creating um, content that has to do with working out, I'm, I'm a really like, I'm all about sustainable living. I'm vegan. So I have all of these other things that I could talk about. Mm -hmm. And I just always went to the physical side of things. So for me, um, my other goals are just going to be to create content. That's not, that doesn't have anything to do with the gym, but still educational and intentional. And that will help other people in their health, wellness, and obviously in their fitness as well. That's that's No, that's great. Yeah. Um, I would say, with other goals. So for me, I, I work really well with lists and um, mm-hmm. here I bought a whiteboard. Um, I, I work with cool. you. So I have it on the back of my door in my room and I'm in my room a lot. So I made a list on my whiteboard that I'm constantly looking at all the time. So I have things broken down into three different categories. The main categories that I mentioned earlier. So like my small business, the podcast and personal things that I have going on. Mm-hmm. And so I make lists and kind of update it on a weekly basis based upon what I'm trying to accomplish in those areas um, from a week to week basis. So I can visually see what I need to do because it's kind of a lot if it all stays in my head and then I get overwhelmed and I drop balls or I forgot Mm -hmm. that I wanted to you know 
reach out to this person to schedule a webinar or I wanted to talk to this person mm -hmm. about interviewing them or I wanted to work on this app development or whatever. And so just having it on my whiteboard keeps it in front of me. And so um, like this past week, I was able to work on some marketing posts for our small business that I wanted to get through. I wanted to post a podcast for the small business. So the small business mm -hmm. I have is um, called Pay It Forward Taxes. So we prepare taxes for people. And awesome. so, yeah. So we have um, a podcast that I started for that. And really with my idea, it's just I wanted to document the process of us starting a small business. I wanted to remember the lessons that we're learning. So me and my friend who I started the business with, we do these little interviews, like pulse checks, like checking on each other, seeing how we're doing, lessons we're learning and stuff like that. So um, we had recorded one back in February, but I still hadn't gotten it up yet. So I did that. And then I also wanted to, I, I realized um, since, you know, the different uh clients that we've helped thus far there's quite a few people that are behind in filing their taxes more than what mm. I, I realized and there's a lot of shame and um kind of condemnation about that so people don't like to talk about yeah. it i yeah. found some articles from some well um it was well written articles by some really cool authors on online um, about uh, what to do if you're behind on your taxes. And so my idea is to connect with them and maybe set up some webinars um, that we can promote online to get people to watch. And then the idea would be to maybe get some clients from that and also build relationships with people that are already talking about these financial things. Um, yeah. And so I think over this year, we'll still, you know, Usually you would think that you would be done with business, with taxes, you know, at the right. end of tax season, but I'm realizing there's a lot of people that still need help throughout the year. So exactly. that was kind of long-winded, but that's kind of what I'm <laughs> doing. And then something like scheduling and figuring out what I'm going to do with this next main episode um, for Millennials and Ministry, which we've talked about. And then I have right. things for my parents and I'm trying to get going for them too. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with everything right now. Gotcha. That's, that's awesome. Um, because it kind of, and it actually is perfect because it brings back the, the, um, the app that we're using, the quiet app that, that is all about reaching your goals and, mm -hmm. and writing them down and just like listing them out. And then at the end of each week, you're, you're trying to see which goals that you've hit, you know, and, yeah. and it's giving you all these, uh, this point system. So it's, it kind of just ties in perfectly with everything you just said. Really, yeah. all you're doing is transferring what you have from your whiteboard on the back of your door and just putting it into this app. And then at the end of each week, checking off what you've done and then getting your points to, to work in your favor. So that's, that's awesome. Just, like, that's exactly it. Right it. Man, that's fantastic. <laughs> So Stephanie, for you, um, how are you taking your care of yourself and practicing self-care during this time? Um, and what do you want to do to improve your mental and physical wellness? Okay. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but again, long-winded is <laughs> what I wrote on there, like compared to yours. Oh, no, <laughs> but um, <laughs> what, I, what I'm kind of getting into and then practicing self-care when it comes to my physical wellness, I had probably the worst year last year. It was, it was definitely one of the hardest years of my life. Really? And, um, one of the main reasons was, and it's not going to sound like a big deal to everybody. I know it sounds like really ridiculous when you hear it, but one of the main reasons I'm a bodybuilder. And so I do figure competitions. So it's like, it sounds terrible. You're in that really skimpy bikini and you're on in heels and you're walking across stages mm -hmm. and being judged by others. And so I, last year I was going, set to do my third and I definitely put my all into it. This was the hardest that I'd ever worked. Wow. And I did 
this is a, it was an all natural bodybuilding show and Mm -hmm. I've never done any drug in my life. I've never like up until it was. So the day before you go in, you have to do a polygraph test just to make sure that you've never done any type of substance to enhance your muscle. Right. And so I went in and I failed the polygraph test. I took Mm -hmm. that test 10 times and I failed it every single time. And the only reason that I have now is that God did not want me to do that show. But in the process of it, it destroyed me because here I was never did anything wrong. But then they told me that not only could I not do the the show tomorrow that I had already prepped for my, some of my family came in town. Mm -hmm. And so they, so not only could I not do it, but they banned me from the, um, the league. It was the OCB federation. They banned me from it because they labeled me as somebody who obviously did substance, some type of substances. And so that really just messed me up. And so for the rest of the year, even until now, like I never wanted to do another bodybuilding show again because of how hard, how hard I worked and how much it hurt to be denied. And so um, I didn't realize how much it impacted me until recently. And so that has been like my goal of this new year is to just kind of just like stop and, and just reflect on what's happened understand that everything happens for a reason and Mm -hmm. then kind of just keep pushing through it. So that's been like my mental battle. And then of course, physically, like it it messed me up as well. I didn't want to train hard at all. And so just getting back into that mindset and that mentality that, you know, like I said, everything happens for a reason and Mm -hmm. we go through things. We might not understand it at the time, but now I, and again, another long winded answer, but I I'm training a a girl to do a a bodybuilding show. She's doing the exact show that I was trying to do. And what happened was we were three weeks away from the show. And of course they just canceled all bodybuilding shows for this year. So she felt the same exact thing that I felt Mm. when I wasn't able to do my show. So I was able to coach her and guide her and give her pointers to the extent that, you know, of everything I felt that when I wasn't able to do my show. And so again, divine intervention, like as much as it hurt and as much as I wanted to do that show, God had bigger plans for me and for Mm -hmm who I was going to impact a year later. And so it's just been, it's been really cool to see like, you know, the transformation and and to go through all of that. But that's been kind of like my, my self care and and trying to figure out, you know, what's next for me and how to, how to deal with little things like that. I think it's so powerful that like our life experiences are so connected to helping others get through their seasons. Because if you think about it, because you got through that, and you had the mental strength, the physical strength to endure that season. And then you met somebody yeah. else who went through the same thing. You were able to help her. Now she's in exactly. a like, mental, spiritual, physical space to yeah. healthy to then do certain things the right way because she's a healthier version right. of herself. So exactly. then she's able to impact people in a more positive way. It's almost like like our stories and our pain are like so connected to each other in order to actually do what we were sent here to do. Like once again, like our purposes are so tied and connected to people. It's kind of crazy and fascinating. It is. Like, wow, (laughs) like God, you're so, you've like interacted, like connected us as humans in such a deep way that we don't even see it sometimes, but that's pretty fantastic. That's awesome. stuff. That is. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say for me, taking care of myself, like right now, I'm such a, um, like I've always kind of been a goal setter and a go-getter. Like I'm a list person. If there's anything I want to do, I usually do it. I usually accomplish everything I set out to do. Um, And so like for me, it has been humbling though to do this business because like we haven't reached the goals that I projected in the time frame frame I projected. Um, Mm. So that's kind of like 
okay, I'm encountering failure in a different way that I'm not used to. Oh, yeah. I'm so used to accomplishing everything I set out to do, right? But it's wow. also healthy for me to experience failure in this way because when you do something like what we're doing and we're actually, you know, be, being practitioners and things that we set out to do, like you yeah. have reps of experience that you can't put a price tag on. Like, you know, right. because you're a physical trainer, you have the reps to do it and the experience to back up, you know, um, and it, it creates validity in your words and your um, yeah. reputation that other exactly. people who just want to do it don't have, you know? And mm. so like, I'm thankful for the reps. I'm thankful for the experience. I'm definitely, we're learning lessons that we want to improve, you know, oh, for, for sure. the rest of this year and stuff like that. All of that to say, how am I taking care of myself? Um, I would <laughs> say I'm making more time and space for rest intentionally. Like I really do feel like lately, God has intentionally introduced me to people such as this pastor, Chris Townley. Um, yes. Hope if you meet him, his actual physical presence is full of rest and peace. Like oh, really awesome. swayed by He's not in a rush to do stuff. Like he's just <laughs> taking his time. And actually the mutual friend that introduced me to him is the same way. And so I feel like okay. I've been introduced recently to an entire community of people that are just at peace and at rest that is so awesome and not like you know caught up in the hustle and the grind and I think I I need that and like it's okay if you need to take six hours and just lay in your bed exactly exactly (laughs) not lazy you're not you know a bum you're not not productive to space to just rest and become a healthier version of you it makes your work better you know and I'm, I'm seeing that in a new way um because I can work 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 and it's in my nature to do as much as I can in as much time as I have and I think that that is a gift from God but also mm-hmm. like, it needs to be balanced with rest and when I make space and intentional space to do that um then I feel like I'm becoming a better version of me and what I was meant to do you know yeah, that is so awesome. That is so good. Because especially in our society, we're in such a like a society that has to get things done. It's I mean, that's pretty much the basis of most jobs is that you have, you know, deadlines and you have to meet it and you have to and so I like it sounds crazy, but I was talking to my mom about this and she's like, you know, I believe that all of this that's going on, like with the virus, I think this is God's way of a part of it, a God's way of just, you know, saying, All right, guys, it's time to rest. I don't know if you like notice what's going on in like Italy or anything like that. But, you know, with how long they were, um, uh, what's the, on lockdown their the, their rivers and their, um, I think it's, I think there's what they are is like the rivers. They're actually like, um, starting to see animals, certain animals that never were in them starting to come back. And so it's almost mm-hmm. like, it's like a, like a huge reset even on the world. So everything wow. that you're talking about is just like, it's just amazing to see everything come together because yeah. you're going through this period, but I feel like everybody kind of feels the same way. It's, we're just used to going so quickly, but yeah. there's nothing wrong with, like you said, nothing wrong with rest, even in the bodybuilding world, you you have to, our yeah. bodies are not meant to keep going. We have mm-hmm. to rest and we have to intentionally rest and bring ourselves you know, down just for a little bit and then we can go back and, and reach goals and, and do whatever. So yeah. love it. I love everything you just said. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> of course. So uh, in conclusion, um, there's something that Aquia set up called velocity points. Um, and to explain what those are, essentially we get these points um, like 
for different things that we do. So we would get one velocity point for gaining knowledge, two velocity points for taking action, and or three velocity points for experiencing an accomplishment. So, um, for example, it could be watching a how-to video, reading an article about LinkedIn marketing, publishing an article on our website, sending a follow-up email to a prospect, doing an intense workout in our backyard, or um, getting a payment from a new customer, or getting an interview with a prospective employer. So um, if we look at what we've done today, um, Stephanie, I'll ask you, how many points do you feel that you've gained from today? From today, let's see. I definitely watched a how-to video. Mm -hmm. Um, So I got one there. Actually, it's funny because I actually had an interview um, set up. Well, I set up an interview today with a prospective employer. So Mm -hmm. that's three right there. I did do a a workout. It wasn't in my backyard, but I did do an intense workout today. So I'm going to count that. Okay. So then I have um, six total. That's awesome. Um, And for me, I'm going to write out, I watched the how-to video. Um, Gosh, it wasn't a website, like an article on my website, but I I reached out to, um, I sent an email to a prospect for a small business. So I would say um, sending an email. um, And then I we did send out an invoice to a customer um, who we finished their taxes today too. So I, I, yeah, I mean, they're, they're supposed to pay it today. So I'm just going to go ahead and count that. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Payment from your, so it will be uh, six points total. Same. So that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. And, and I'm glad that we went over that because I was very lost. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't know what velocity points are. Yeah. But thank you. <laughs> Me and you both. We're figuring this out together. Perfect. Uh, awesome. Well, this has been a great first episode. And I guess we're going to be kind of doing this uh, every day until we're done with this week. Um, yeah. Yeah. Does that sound yeah. good? Sounds perfect. And I, okay. I like I said, I'm super excited. Like, I don't know. I feel like this really good connection with you. I don't know if you believe in like, you know, connections like that, but yeah, I absolutely love, love talking to you and yeah. everything about you. So although you said that you, um, you, you were talking about the pastor and how he has like this peaceful or this calming type of vibe coming off. I definitely feel that from you. So oh, wow. just throwing oh, that out thank there. You. <laughs> I will guess I've been resting well. Right, exactly. <laughs> Kudos to God for getting me in check. Sure. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. It's awesome. awesome. Well, Stephanie, this has been a lot of fun and I can't wait to chat again uh, tomorrow. So I'll connect with you after. Awesome. Well, hope you have a good evening and I will talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.